0: Uh, he threw a grand at some company and then they went out of business nothing ever happened and he lost all of his money so he never invested after that he's got
1: a he's got a shit acid taste in his mouth and that happens all the time
0: right and Uh, i think uh, i think that's going to happen to a lot of these young investors
1: a shit acid taste yeah shit acid you know it's kind of like you know chewing on uh peanuts and an ever ready battery at the same time i mean after 10 minutes you're never going to put that in your mouth again
0: Cash Daddies is for entertainment purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns.
1: Now enjoy cash daddies. And welcome to Cash Daddies, when we're all hanging out, cracking jokes and banking fatties. What's going on, readers? We got a wild show for you this week. A lot of crazy stuff happening. What's going on, fella? Ask, to ass brother Neffy? Okay, well, I need to make this real
2: clear. Before we go any fucking further, all right, I don't want to hear the word clippers, and I don't want to see your eyes diverting towards a television indicating what might be going on in this game. Get, not, don't fuck around. This is like that Seinfeld episode where I have to avoid everybody, so I don't know what's going on. I'm not gonna say a word.
1: I might, I might cringe. I might go, ooh, ah. Uh, I got some cash on this, baby. I got some moolah. I understand, but you know the readers come first.
2: Like I said, I am the Cal Ripken of podcasting, and I will put my my life on the line for the readers. But I can't have the clips game blown because right, you're not. Right, I, w- I won't God.
1: tell you. I won't. It doesn't come on. Yeah, I won't tell you. I won't tell you. Okay. Evan, what's going on in uh, Upstate right now? It's nice and cool up there, huh?
0: It's about 7,000 degrees up here, and the humidity is about 150%. I want to die. Uh,
1: my, my bathroom here in New York City just exceeded Death Valley by about 47 degrees. Um, you literally can't take a shit in there. It's impossible. Yeah, it's okay,
0: absurd. You
2: guys think you have it bad? I have uh, sweaters who may have a tapeworm, and then I'm brushing my teeth before the show, And I accidentally spit toothpaste all over mom's tail and had to spend five minutes washing it and drying it off. How does it even happen? Are you sure that was toothpaste? Yeah, (laughs) I know the difference between cum and toothpaste, but I'll tell you this, both are impossible to get out of a pair of blue jeans. We've been over this.
1: You need a fine comb and some uh, Vaseline. So anyways, this week, what's going on? We got a lot of stuff. Let's start right off with Robin Hood, man, because that was a big fine. Tell us a little bit about that, Chris. That was pretty big. 70 million, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, so here's here's
2: the big question. What does that equate to every GameStopper that got fucked during the squeeze? What do they do? Send them a check for 37 cents a piece and say, sorry, it won't happen again. Again, I will reiterate, uh, the Grinch has said it. Don't be the fucking free lunch. Do not trade on a garbage platform. I get it. You might've started there. You might have some open options but get on a real site, for God's sake, please. Yeah.
1: It's garbage. If, Robin Hood's a garbage. The fact hey, that-
2: 70 million? That's not a slap on the wrist, in my opinion. Now, maybe no, I'm
1: wrong. For what they did, it's, it's good size. And I mean, what it does more than anything, it probably deters them uh, from going public. I, I don't see how that company is going to go public, but I hear they're, they're trying to. So we'll see what happens there. They were
2: supposed um, to go public quarter one this year. And then then we have the fucking, you know, the first Robin Hood fiasco. Then we had it again on Dogecoin. And here's the thing. It's going to go public at some point. They're smart to to push this back. Um, It's a brand that's not going to go away. But again, this is a brand for the casual asshole, okay? This is a a brand for the Instagram model that says, look at me. I just got uh confetti because i bought Packs. okay this is not something that cool people like us or readers like
1: like you need to be fucking around with no you want you want charlie schwab Schwab. you want fidelity you want to eat trade america any any place that's been around a while don't use robin hood you're gonna end up getting cornhole we all know that uh it's like going to jail with no lube so what's the next thing that happened chris uh with the uh the software company you want to talk about
2: okay so you know we're always trying to be cutting edge we're always trying to find out you know what the next big play is and i did not see marin coming anywhere and uh i want to give a shout out to one of our readers and just give me a second because i want to pull his name because he did take the time to respond to me uh, on short notice i believe it's chris B on YouTube. You know, he's up 500% on his initial buy on this. And I'm like, I, by the way, the stock was down 39% today. And I said, where did you find this? Because I'm always, Evan, if you don't mind, pull up the chart. I'm always trying to scour, you know, the um, the interwebs.
1: It's a, it's a brand new, the company's been around, I mean, it's been public for a year. So it's it's another, it's a very highly speculative company. Correct. That for eleven months traded at three bucks, two bucks, and then it basically just went from, uh three dollars to eighteen overnight. Now it's back to what twelve and change. Right. And here's my point. Um, you know, so
2: I said, where did you hear about this? Because you know, I'm always you know tooling around the internet looking for play. And uh, he said, you know, well, I just get up every morning and I go to Yahoo. And admittedly, when I'm up early, which hasn't been uh, a lot lately, that's my go-to source. I go to the save screeners on there. I check volume. I check day gainers and I check day losers. That's my go-to. And that's all free for anybody to use. But he did mention, hey, um, I I found it on Wall Street Bets. And I looked on Wall Street Bets the other day and it wasn't there. And the... i found some searches on reddit and they were like three months back here's one thing i want to tell readers wall street bets has a hard and fast rule that you're not allowed to post dd on stocks with a market cap of a billion or less and i think that is still the rule there so you know i think what is the market cap on mrin is it like even even hundred million?
1: it's 100 million
2: yeah yeah so so that's probably why you're not seeing that there so When you're looking for those kind of you know plays you need to you know go outside of wall street bets.
1: this is listed as a meme stock it's listed as a meme stock so and
2: apparently the short interest is super high too and
1: i mean it's there's a billion of these things and one goes up one week one goes up the next um the one thing i want to say is talking about uh, uh wall street bets What's the deal? I hear that it's it's kind of disappearing. It It's, it's lost its uh, luster because now all these different entities are branching out into different yeah. Reddit, yeah. subreddits?
2: So here's the way I understand it. Wall Street bets, um, there was, uh, I, we talked about this briefly, but there were about 2.5 million users before GameStop, somewhere in that neighborhood. Then once GameStop went parabolic, they shot up to over 10 million. Well, of course, then they need to, they need to keep the front page, uh, um, you know, hot. So what they were doing is they were deleting posts that weren't GameStop related at the time. People were getting pissed. So the mods then moved to uh, either Superstock or Wall Street Bets Elite. And I sometimes I get the two confused, but my point is, you can't go to Wall Street Bets and not get information that's being curated to you because they want the eyes on whatever is hot because they know right. people are coming for it for that reason. So if you've been on wall street bets, you've already noticed the changes, but if you're a, a newbie and you're just like wall street bets is a place to go, you, you, you should be thinking outside and going to other areas like wall street bets, elite, uh, super Stonk, et cetera. Um, and special shout out to Wokey Masabi for, for breaking that down for me, because I didn't realize that because I'd strayed away from wall street bets. But I've been since been back, and I have noticed the first two pages. It's really a uh, you know whatever's whatever, whatever's currently memeing, I should say. All
1: right, okay. So that's Wall Street Bad. It's still rolling, but you do you have a lot of these subreddits. A lot of guys have branched off, started their own thing, Um, and and that's that's now as far as Wall Street goes. uh, We got the software company. We got Robinhood. Uh, there was one other piece of news that I saw today that was pretty big. Um, oh, Bitcoin! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, Bitcoin. What about the uh, what? Two hundred and fifty banks are now going to start allowing uh Bitcoin into uh people's IRAs.
2: I think it, from what I understand, is now anybody that goes has an account in a bank has the ability to purchase bitcoin i need to read up on a little bit more but you combine this with mama woods saying that she's rolling out a bitcoin etf it's just making it more accessible to the public now the interesting thing is how is this going to affect um uh the likes of coinbase that's that's what i'm curious to see.
1: i don't know man uh coinbase if you've been reading the last two weeks they're getting a ton of complaints they're getting a ton of complaints from customers um about all sorts of things from entry points on certain uh transactions taking too long um so i don't know what's going to happen there i have no idea and if you toss in all these banks where now you can just go in and buy it well, we said this we said this months ago that there's going to be tons of competition on this so it doesn't surprise me Yeah.
2: And not to jump the gun on a reader question, but one of um, the ones that really jump out at me is what happened to the crypto market? Is it going to come back? Um, All things are cyclical in nature. It will be back. Um, Do I know when it's going to come back? I I have no fucking clue. But again, I had a long conversation with a reader today. If you're all in on anything in life, you're taking a gamble. And I just don't recommend that. And we talked about this in the past about what's the optimal number. Is it 80 equity, 20 crypto? I mean, I'm somewhere around eight to ten percent in crypto. And I'm and not that's even that.
1: that's even a little high. I
2: agree. That's and high. I, and Evan, I don't know. I was curious to ask your opinion on this. My gut tells me that because crypto just exploded in the earlier part of this year, is that the newer people that have been drawn to crypto. They've effectively gone through their first crash. And my gut tells me they don't have the money to buy the dip. What do you guys think of that?
0: I think it's a valid point. I mean, if people in, like even younger than than me, you know, like 16, 17 year olds, they got an allowance or they got like, you know, the part-time job or whatever. They threw, you know, 200, 300 bucks into say Bitcoin or mana or what whatever coin it is or a shit coin. And they got screwed. I mean, that might deter them away forever, honestly, because my dad was in the same situation where he threw uh, he threw like a grand or something at this company. This was in stocks, obviously. Uh, he threw a grand at some company and then they went out of business, nothing ever happened and he lost all of his money. So he never invested after yeah, that. Yeah,
1: he's, he's got a shit acid taste in his mouth and that happens all the time.
0: Right, and uh, I think I think that's gonna happen to a lot of these young a investors. Shit,
1: a shit acid taste? Yeah, shit acid. You know, it's kind of like, you know, chewing on uh, peanuts and an ever battery at the same time. I mean, after 10 minutes, you're never going to put that in your mouth again. Um, but, you know, to get back to what you but guys...
2: shit-ass taste, that's a different story.
1: Yeah, that's there's two different. One shit the same. Is Probably worse. What's that, Evan?
0: Um, Wouldn't it be one and the same as shit-ass?
1: No, one
2: actually tastes like shit and acid, and one tastes like ass oh. or shit from an ass, which isn't bad, to be honest. If you're a man, you just deal with it.
1: Oh Jesus, okay. man! Yeah, you're you're a certain kind of man, then, pal. Because I would have like nightmares for the next ten years. God and on. you wonder why you get
0: styes. Time out!
2: Time out! I know it's a Wednesday, but are are we really going to say that
1: the eating ass is gross on this show? Uh, you know, I mean, to each his own. That's what I say. To each his own. Um, if I want a planter's peanut, I'll go to the store and buy a jar. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. Oh my God! You know, I had a bad experience in college. I actually pulled a I uh, pulled a peanut. They, hold
2: on, Howie. Hold on. They ate ass back in your college days.
1: Yeah, I mean, some people did. I didn't do that. I just probed a little. I probed, and one time I did one of these flicks. I did the flick, and you and I had metal shades, and you heard a ting. And what I was were you like, the Terminator. No, nah, I. I think the peanut out of this uh, female just. And the worst part was, it stuck against the. Uh, it stuck against the metal shades and it was there for two years you
2: had a woman you're eating a ring no i wasn't eating any ring
1: and you made it you said that i did not say that no i thought you said you all right spider no spider i did not go near the but you saw a a a peanut fly out of her hole no it was dark i did not see it you made it up again i flicked it I, (laughs) i flicked it and i heard a ting it just went ting and the next morning, I went over to look at it because I felt it was weird that, you know, I didn't know what it was. And I looked up, and sure enough, it was one of those like half cashews. It was, it was one oh. half cashew, and it stuck there for two years. It was. Uh, I showed a lot of people that it was interesting.
2: What like like a, like a conversation piece in your yeah. home? Yeah. Like yeah, kind of like, boss. hey, you guys
1: you guys know Donna? Well, man, she loves nuts. Take a look at my shades. You know, it's a shame
2: the fat dragon's not uh, here because he proudly claims that he's been eating ass since 78. Yeah. And he I has. guess my feeling is I I, I think eating eating ass is a fairly new phenomenon. Like I don't picture like my like World War II veterans coming back from the war just like diving in and eating ass. I think it's a, a cultural phenomenon that came Came to the you know the forefront once like the porn explosion on the internet came from, and I'm no ass-eating historian. These are just my guesses, but
1: I I just wasn't grown up on eating ass, you know what I mean? Well, oh, I think a lot of people were. I think it was big in like the 15 and 1600s. Oh, and absolutely. <laughs> and way I think, before that, how? No, but I think I think grown? I think in the 17 and 1800s around the Civil War times it was shunned, and probably came back in the Roaring Twenties uh looked down upon right after kennedy's uh problem with cuba back in the uh 60s and then i think uh it probably just came back in the uh in the 2000s i don't know it's it's a weird thing but it's a good thing we're keeping the show clean that's well, good
2: yeah oh, and this is, <laughs> this is topical i mean and here's the other thing readers you know somebody was commenting the other day they were like you guys are 20 minutes in and you're, you're just joking around here's the thing i wanted to make clear to everybody if I was going to talk about stocks and crypto for an hour, I would blow my fucking brains out, okay? We're always going to have fun. We're always going to joke around. And right now, for instance, we're a little off topic. Yeah. But, you know, going but, back even further, like Roman times, Caligula, they were eating asses with spoons. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I guess my I point, hope they point were small is because we, we, have, we have young E here. Is is that something that that's just prevalent in your generation now because it wasn't in mine growing up
0: yeah it's very prob- very, very prevalent Jesus right Christ. it's like it's Fucking like the fourth base. base the fifth base oh okay, you know so. what
1: you can't you can uh you can't really bust on generation Z because there's a lot of, I think I feel there's a lot more work into that than a lot of things so I at mean they they're that's,
0: that's like second base nowadays
1: so oh, the hole is second
0: base what's three a gangbang? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Something like that. I mean, it's like, boom.
1: That's that's wild. So, listen, we're staying on topic, guys. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> I want to I want to get back to. We're talking about you put all your money in one thing. We had a guy on the show that said I got all my money in Bitcoin. Chris Bitcoin maxing. And I was like, dude, no offense, but let me tell you a little story. How he had a client back when he was with a large brokerage firm, and this client had worked for General Electric, GE, for thirty-one years. His 401k was about $1.4 million, and he was getting ready to retire the following year, and I was getting ready for him to roll it over into an IRA, and I'd get a chance to manage it. Would have been a huge client for myself. And so I said to him, I said, look, I'm looking over your 401k, and you're 100% in GE. And he says, Howard, I've worked for GE for 30 years. They take care of me. I have a a great job here. Uh, I'm totally loyal to the company. And I said, dude, if something happened, your whole retirement, your 401k would just drop. And sure enough, man, the thing was at like $40 a share. This was like 2004, 2005. And within one year, it went from 43 down to like 12 this dude's 401k went from 1.4 million to about 290,000. And that's what he ended up rolling over to me. And he said to me with the day he did it, he says, you know what, you were right. I, I you know what, I was too loyal to the company. Don't ever use loyalty when you're talking uh, about
2: cash. This is a perfect time for me to interject a discord reader question. I was gonna aim it towards you. The reader, and I forget the name, they asked, "How do I protect my 401k in in a downturn in the market?" Can you answer that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and I got I have a very similar question on that. What do you you know, how do you protect your assets when the market goes down? There's so many ways you can do it. Let's start with the safest way: a money market fund, which is made up of like tons of treasury bills. Uh, You're not going to make a lot on it, but as the market drops, you're not going to drop at all. You're still going to make your quarter half percent. You have a money market fund. You have bonds. You have bond funds. They don't return a lot right now, but as interest rates go up, they're also going to go up. You might get a couple percent on them. Um, There's a little thing called defensive stocks. Defensive stocks, basically, guys, and you can buy mutual funds. You can buy ETFs of defensive stocks, stocks like FedEx, Coca-Cola, uh, Campbell Soup, uh, BAE Systems, which is one of the largest defense systems uh, in the in the world, General Dynamics, another military, McDonald's, pharmacy. These are stocks that when the market shits to bed, a lot of them actually go up. A lot of them go up. McDonald's always. I don't care what economy, and they always got a ninety-nine cent burger, man. Um, let me reframe the question
2: because I don't have a 401k, but when I did, I remember getting my returns and being like, nobody's fucking managing here anything. And I'm in fucking bonds. And I'm, I was in my twenties and I was like, I never called up. So I guess the question yeah. that I want to frame is if you have a 401k, do you call like the fund manager? Because they just, in the back in the day, you just d- did the test. They scored you on one to 10, what your tolerance was for risk. But if you anticipate some sort of downturn in the market, who, who do you call? Do you call your employer? Do you call HR? Who do you say, hey, I there want you to go. switch The first thing you up? do, when you have
1: an, a 401k, the first thing you do is you're going to call your HR person. And you're going to say, uh, I'd like to set up an appointment with the administrator of this 401k. And every company, I don't care what 401k it is, whether it's Fidelity, Charlie Schwab, Morgan Stanley, every company has a 401k program and they have an administrator or two or three. And yeah, your your HR person will say, here's the phone number. His name is Bob Smith. Call up Bob, sit down with him, tell him what you want to, what your investment uh, risk tolerance is. And yeah, they'll put you in the right thing. Um, And it's the same thing as if you're, if you have a 403B, if you're a, if you're a policeman, a fireman, a a teacher, um, a 403B is about the same thing as a 401k, you have an administrator, they will help you get into the right funds. If you're a 25 year old kid, you shouldn't have any bond funds. Shit, you should be very aggressive. Uh, As you get older. uh, Like I said, you don't want to be like the guy that owned all the GE, you want to have your stuff in you know, high dividend paying things. Like I said, it's in a tax deferred vehicle, which is a 401k or 403b. You don't pay taxes on it until you pull it out um, or roll it to an IRA and then pull it out later. Um, But no, man, you, as you get older, you want to be more conservative. So you you, you hang on to that shit. Okay, I'm going to pivot because this comes from Valley of
2: the God. And first of all, before I go any further, Valley of the God is crushing it. He does chart daddies for us and he will take the picks that we put out and he will spend 10 to 12 minutes on each. And um, he has his own YouTube channel. We retweet it out. I watched one of his videos the other day and I learned more about technical analysis than I've ever learned in the last, you know, 20 years of my life. You know, you need your Bollinger Bands, uh, you need your stochastic indicators. This is a great place to go learn. But Valley asked, "What are your thoughts on self-directed IRAs, and do you own one?" And my immediate response was, "Do you mean self-managed?" And he said, "Self-administered
1: LLC." Yeah, that's if you have you have a choice. If you have a you you can get an and it's they're called IKs, uh, they're called IKs. If you have a business, sure you can you can get one. There's advantages to them. I believe with an IK, I want to say the. Uh, the actual maximum amount you can put in is probably more than a SEP, which is pretty big. Um, I don't have one. Uh, I do know business owners that have had them. Um, They're very similar to SEP IRAs, very similar. You you can manage them. Um, And and I would suggest, you know, if you do have a business and you want to put a certain amount, check with your accountant, see, you know, what would be more beneficial to you, an IK, which is a self-directed 401k or a SEP? or even a simple? Okay, uh, I'm gonna answer this because it comes from
2: Big Pharma 805 from our Discord. And he said, would you pull from simple IRA in order to buy a home? He's 32 years old. And my response is absolutely. Um, If you're a first time home buyer, you can take 10 from that account. Um, They will not tax you on it uh, if you are a first time home buyer. Now, would I dip into it any further than that? That's a really tough question. But I will say, I have had friends completely liquidate their um, 401Ks, eat the, the penalty and crush it because those 401Ks were in very conservative plays and they knew what they were doing and they were au- able to offset the tax penalty, but they were also very skilled investors. Yeah, so, that,
1: you got to talk to an accountant when you do something like that. You're an accountant, that's so important.
2: Yeah, but just just remember the rule is 10 k um, non-taxable, you can pull from your IRA if you apply it to the purchase of a home and you are a first time home buyer. Is
1: that 10k or
2: 10%? No, it's 10k. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, it was when I did it.
1: All right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Um, I mean, you know, if you want to buy a home and that, and you're 32, uh, I'd check with an accountant, but I, I don't see a problem with that. I mean, you know, you got a place to live. Yeah. Um,
2: uh, this one comes from Colin four twelve. What's the difference between gambling and investing?
1: I mean, you know, the thing that drives me nuts is when I talk to people and they're like, "The stock market, it's it's gam. Of course it is. It's anything is. Buying a house is gambling. You don't know if your house is going to." To appreciate there's plenty of towns and evan will tell you there's plenty of towns where the property values don't appreciate for 20 or 30 years
2: hey man going on a date with somebody that uses those news pronouns that you just met on twitter that's a fucking gamble sometimes you, you don't know what you're thing. getting into
1: now you don't. Know, you know could be he she her is what i'm you, saying you don't know you don't know but no it's uh it's it's the bottom line is this if you feel it, it's a gamble you know where, where are you going to put your money you're gonna keep it in the shoebox. You're gonna put it in the bank, because if you look at the past hundred years, and I'm gonna say right now that the stock market, the S and want to say it's averaged about um, eight percent since the start of the stock market. I think it's eight percent. That's about what it is. So I'd say the gamble is not putting it. I mean, if you don't wanna, if you don't wanna buy and sell stocks, I understand that um within your ira pick a couple mutual funds or have somebody that knows what the hell they're doing uh pick some funds uh i have i, I have some of you readers i had a, a two readers today and usually it's every day now they'll send me their portfolios of their 401ks at their companies and i look at it and i'll say you know what you you're perfect that looks excellent for your age or i'll say you might need a couple more uh riskier aggressive funds here because it looks like you know you're 35 years old and like chris said you got a bond fund i don't know why uh but it's something that i did i did it for many years and uh to me you're you're gambling more by not having your money in, in a, you know making at least seven eight percent
0: all right Do you want to take over yeah, 1-900-Superstar, uh, he says, I have a legit, legit question. Do you have to pay taxes when you sell a stock, but reinvest without pulling the money out of your
1: account? Uh, outside of an IRA, absolutely you do. Anything outside an IRA, um, if you buy or sell, you're going to pay taxes of some kind, whether it's uh, short gains or long-term, which is over a year.
0: All right. Um Cryptics wants to know if there's any uh, brokerage you recommend for Europeans. If you
1: know. I do not know, know the enemy. Enemy. I'm yeah, but Europeans are wide open and to use <laughs> Fidelity and Charlie Schwab. I'm pretty sure that though that Fidelity is is wide open in Europe. Um, um Fidelity's all over the world. I know Morgan Stanley is, Morgan Stanley's in Europe. You got a I have a large presence. Uh, Merrill Lynch, I'm sure all those. Uh Barclays there's a European Barclays Bank. That's a big one.
0: All right, and uh, experimental vaccines. Uh, when staking crypto, how often does the APY get paid out? Um, so your interest will accrue like in real time, basically like daily, but you'll get paid out uh, usually monthly. So yeah,
2: there's two ways to stake, from what I know. And by the way, I know nothing about yield farming crypto, and I know <laughs> that the Discord. I to answer that for you. Go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: Well, when you're yield farming crypto, the first thing you want to do is you got to find uh, solid soil because you don't want the electricity, uh, you know, really screwing up the environment. Buddy, the
2: only yield farming, you know, is Farmville on Facebook. I I wouldn't even know how to do that. That
0: was a good one.
2: Hey, thank you, Evan. Um, So, uh, what I've seen, I was staking for a while, um, like Pancake Swap. There were two options. You can lock it in. Or if you want to go even bigger, like, um, like Hex is an example. You know, Hex has staking options for one, three, five, up to 15 years. So if you're locked into a term like that, you get paid once the, the, the time is done. But most of these like pancake swap type places, they have the option for you to stake on a daily basis at a lower APY, and you can pull it out whenever you want. But shop around. Shop around, boys.
0: All Right. Absolutely. Uh, Vicky G. if I have my dividend stocks automatically set up to reinvest my dividends, are they still taxable?
1: Outside of an IRA. Absolutely. But no, inside of an IRA, we talked about about it last show. Um, no, man, you reinvest those dividends. Like uh,
2: that is the best drip anybody can get. That's the kind of drip you want to get.
1: And if you work for a company, if you work for a company, this is important. It has a stock purchase program. It's got a stock purchase program, which in other words, you can buy, you can buy the stock at a discount. Uh, if you work for a, a Fidelity or a Merrill Lynch, uh, or a UPS, UPS or FedEx, uh, I know truck drivers. I know I got a good friend that drove drove truck for UPS for 37 years.
2: Hold on, I was muted. I bet you do know truck drivers.
1: 37 years, man, and let me tell you, he re- he reinvested the dividends. He bought the stock for 37 years. Uh, his between his stock purchase plan, his IRA, he's probably got close to two mil in there. 60 years yep. old, retired. I mean, that's yeah, reinvest it if you work for the company. Buy as much as you can. If it's a good company like that, UPS or FedEx, those are good companies to work for. All
0: right. Uh, this guy, he's his name is Nefers. I think he meant Nefers. Um, debt question, little would you rather here. Uh, mortgage with a three- Hold on. 3. Are we going to
2: play truth or dare, little E?
0: I, you, you go first. Would you rather. It's would you rather. It's a better game than truth uh, or dare. But truth or dare is next, right? Sure, we'll do that. New segment. New segment idea. All right. Mortgage. With a 3.375 rate for 100k or an auto loan with a zero percent rate for 10k or neither uh obviously i
2: would take the mortgage because uh a house is is
0: generally an appreciating <laughs>
2: asset as opposed to a vehicle which you know obviously you lose 20 to 30 percent out the door whether it's new or used
1: probably half
2: yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm all about real estate. I'm all about property. And hey, if you can buy a, a house for a hundred K you got to let me know where you live. Cause
1: I want to come by and hang out. Well, we know a couple towns. towns, uh, but uh, in, to piggyback on that, here's another guy that asked this question, by
2: the way, great name Nefers.
1: So this, this one, this is another guy. I love this guy, man. O'Brien. He said, Oh, no, no. Actually, I want to stick with O'Brien because we got to finish this. He said, what are other ways to make money in a bear market? We talked about defensive stocks. One thing I forgot to talk about where there's actually option strategies that you can play if that market just goes sideways. Um, This is something I've done. There's short straddles. I'm not going to get into how you do these. We'll we'll do it some other time, but there's short straddles, long call and long put calendar spreads. Um, And then there's... uh, there's, we won't get into this. There's, you buy four different options. They're called iron butterflies. And basically, if the market does not move, you collect premiums. But Well, you play the other side of the VIX, too. A lot of these guys make money. If the market doesn't move for a year or two, there are definitely option plays that you can use. Um, to get back into the, the auto vehicle thing, this is a good question. Whiskey Sour says, he says, if you guys got a couple minutes, He goes, talk about different ways to hustle a few hundred bucks. And we're, we're trying to focus on that with small businesses and things, but he says he has some great ideas. He's like flipping yard sales, flipping collectibles, flipping autos, uh, retail arbitrage, man. I I met a guy this weekend in upstate New York and they make fun of him in his town. They call him the cobbler. That's his nickname. This dude since high school bought a house, uh, held it for t- five, six years, Rented it out, flipped it, bought two houses, three houses. Now the guy owns like nine houses. He owns like nine cars. All he does is buys and sells uh, boats and cars, not expensive ones. He's the kind of guy, if he sees like a, a canoe on the side of the road for 58 bucks, he'll buy it and sell it for 200. Um, so no, those are, I, I, you guys have known guys that buy cars and sell them. Um, if it's something that you're interested in doing and you got experience it, you can make a crushing doing that kind of stuff. Those are great side gigs.
0: All right. Um, next one. Has the Grinch updated us on SMMT since he suggested it?
2: Yeah, it's funny. I was talking to him uh, today about that. Um, whatever. It's not funny. I saw the question and I was like, I got to answer it. God, I'm such a phony. Sometimes do I come across that way? Yeah, you
1: do. You, Yeah.
2: Um, the update is, um, their main drug is in multiple phase three trials. That's the update I got from him. I did look at what I was sitting on now, uh, where I'm at. And just for full transparency, I've made two purchases. My first was on, uh, June 24th up 15%. And then I purchased on 0524, down 6%. So I'm up four and an eighth percent overall, um, so again, um, some of these stocks that are Grinch recommendations, they're, I, I just park them, you know? And then when, when they get to be like 30, 40%, I'm like, what am I supposed to do now, dude? And then he usually tells me, and of course, I'll tell you, you guys the same thing. Just to give you some, an example, because um, GMBLW, I was, I was big into that. Um, I've, I've taken some profits. I'm still holding a little bit of it. He told me he was completely out of it. I'm still holding on to, um, you know, a fourth of my original position because I still think it's got some potential to get bought out, um, by a major brand. So I've already made some money on it. And, you know, I think I'm up 96% on what I'm holding now, and I'm just going to hold it a little bit longer. But if I see it drop 10 or 15%, I'll take my, my winnings and find another, uh, find another, uh, something to
0: play with. All right. Um, this guy, very angry. He, all caps. Should I put some money into Vanguard ETFs? I think they've looked good for the past couple of years. Would it be a good long-term investment?
2: Absolutely. And I'll tell you
1: what. My
2: mom. Out. My he said Vanguard. Oh, go ahead.
1: Vanguard ETFs? I think he means Vanguard Total Return Mutual Funds, doesn't he?
2: No, he means the ETFs because my mom owns some Vanguard. And um, my mom's a very passive investor. By the way, guys, she's coming into town tomorrow. And uh, if it's all right with you, I'd like to have her on as a guest next, next Wednesday. See where all this uh, this comes from. What do you think?
1: Toss around. Check with Tripoli so we can watch everyone's language.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. My mom's cool. Just no, no, no ring talk, you know?
1: No. <laughs> can we ask her, like, I should probably people... just not show up. And then it would be fine. Can we ask her, that. like, how old were you when you blew your first patch on the back of a cat? <laughs>
2: You can ask her, but she's not going to understand what any of that means. We'll let the readers decide.
0: If you right. want, if you oh, want,
2: we're going to put it up to a vote to see if we should have, have Neff's mom on the show. This is a
0: democracy.
2: It is. Okay. It is. The point is, she's around,
1: and uh, well, so uh, she's got some. Each et- I am looking. Yeah. Okay. They they have the Vanguard, the dividend. They have the total. They have the S&P. They're index funds, basically. Correct. Um, to his question. I mean, no, Vanguard's got great products, man. The Vanguard Total Return Fund uh, has been one of the best mutual funds for decades. And the actual total costs uh, on that particular fund is very low. Uh, I'm looking at it. Now, here's the, here's the main answer. It depends on what fund you put it in. Because, you know, they have, uh, they have a total, they have an index fund. Uh, they have an Asian Japan fund. They have a high yield fund. Um, If you're looking for growth over the next 10 years, I mean, you you don't have to go any further than the S&P index fund. I mean, you just look at that and that's uh, large cap stocks. Uh, Man, they do have a ton of them. They
2: totally got in the ETF game. By the way, let's not forget um, that GME is now in the Russell 1000. That's some news that we should uh, put out there so readers are aware of it. AMC just missed the cut because of the way they balance the fund, uh, But that is something to be aware of. I know a lot of people, there's a lot of chatter out there saying, the squeeze is squoze. uh, How long do you want to hang out? Um, that's, a real, that's, that's one of those dark night of the soul questions you guys really got to ask yourself. Um, if you made money on GME, uh, are you going to wait around thinking it's going to keep going? Same thing with AMC. Um, I don't see GME going over you know, 300 in the next six months. And I certainly don't see AMC going over a hundred anytime soon. So these are the questions you guys got to ask yourself. Um, And again, uh, I missed AMC. I was totally wrong. Howie and I missed it. Um, Unless we see some magic before July 8th, when my puts expire, which I'm down 95% on. Um, My point is, if you made money, if you 3X, if you 2X, if you 4X, or if you 5X, there's nothing wrong with taking a profit now because there's going to be another big fucking meme play. These aren't going to stop, you know, coming down the pipe. Um, obviously my concern is, you know, is how, how is AMC going to be able to make money? Um, you know, are people going to go back? Um, I don't know. I think gme has got a much brighter future because of, uh, you know, the board and who they've, um, who they've brought on. And it's they've got tons of fucking cash. Not saying AMC isn't liquid right now because they are, but I think GME and Ryan Cohen and, you know, that crew, I think they're capable of transforming themselves into a, a juggernaut. In what industry? I have no fucking clue. Hopefully they'll buy GMBLW and all 10X on that. But um, it's definitely some things to think about. If you are up, consider taking some profits. Take some of it.
0: Uh, Last last one from the Discord. Uh, Should I sell my CIM once the dividend is paid? I'm only up ten percent on it. Feels like it's going to be stagnant around fifteen.
1: What's the stock?
0: CIM.
1: CIM. Tell you right now. Uh, Chimera Investment Corporation had a nice little run. No man, that's a good thing stock to own right now. The stock, it's got a. Almost a 9% yield, which is insane. Uh, Stocks better, well, you know, here's the thing. Stocks only been around since last July. It looks, technically though, it looks like it's going back to 19. It's at $15 right now. I mean, it's steadily gone up since uh, September. Uh, It's got a, that yield is insane. It's got a 9%. 9% 9% yield. Uh, my advice a, is,
2: dump it in your IRA and keep it there if you can.
1: Yeah. Or, I mean, you know, here's the deal. Uh, I mean, it looks like it's going to 19. That stock is, uh, it's going to bounce back up. I think so. My stock. But it's, but it's again, it's a very young stock, so. Um,
0: I believe that's all the questions we've gotten for this week. Um, did you check the Twitter? I've checked everything. Every question. I do have a little segment, so I, I feel like we should add, add, add some more segments. Oh, Chris's Cat Corner. You voted on it. We're doing it. Yeah, no. What would that entail? Yeah, no. Enter, entertain entertain us. What would that entail, Chris's Cat Corner? I already told you guys. The readers send in a cat, and then we put it up. We
2: highlight the cat. We figure out what breed it is. And then, you know, we give them a shout-out. Yeah, that's call. horrible. What do you mean? I haven't even finished. I didn't tell you. You're talking I mean, about
1: breeds of cats. I mean, cats are cats. They got fur. They purr. I've seen a few of them on the road. Um, they're cats. Good oh. swimmers, actually. Very good swimmers. Not all of them have fur, though. That's right.
0: All right. So here, it's we're going to go to the would you rather thing, okay? So, oh, truth or dare time. All right, I get to go first. Sure. Well, no, I got it. All right. Would you rather... So no personality, no like nothing behind them, just sim- simply their investments and their money and all that stuff. Would you rather be Jay Z or the Kardashian family? Can I kill myself instead? No, you have to pick one. That's always yeah, the easy. Neff,
1: Nef, you'll you'll have tits. You can play with yourself all day long. You don't have to leave. But you do that anyways. My bad.
0: But you don't have. Right, so Jay zs a billionaire. I don't know. Wait a how minute, much is, this,
1: is this is this like work. something you came up with? Did you write these
2: questions? Because this is like the worst game show I've ever been a part on. <laughs> no, let it go. Just give
1: it a chance. Give it a shot. Jay Z, I'd love to be Jay Z. I hear go like he's hung like a donkey.
0: He hung like a donkey. Uh-huh. I mean, probably. I'm just okay. saying. In terms of investments.
2: Basically saying, would I rather? Oh, in terms of investments, I, I just said that. I, I thought it was like, would you rather be a reality show of skank Hell with no. nothing or a
0: baller with courtside tickets to the Nets game? That's you you thing. have selective hearing, my friend, because I, I stated it. Yeah, he didn't it, say that. that. He's no, talking about investments. No personality, like you, nothing of that. You literally just have what they're invested in and what their money like has got. So I either get to own their shit or Own Jay-Z shit,
2: yeah. Kardashians, there's like 14 of them. They probably got to have more money than Jay-Z at this point. I mean,
0: Kylie. I believe Kylie is a. Billionaire is this a quiz? Already. No, it's not a quiz.
1: I'll take Jay Z, man. I think because Jay Z has, uh, um, he's he's been he's he's made money longer. His money's been working for him longer.
0: Yeah, he owns a record label. He's got uh, he's got some like liquor or something, wine.
1: put it this way: Jay Z's worth a bill. He's worth a bill. Correct. So what, are, what are the Kardashians worth? I don't think they're worth a bill.
0: I mean, well, Kim. Actually, I'll, one of
1: them's got a big, one of them's got a big perfume company, so I think.
0: Yeah, Kim alone is worth a billion, and I'm pretty sure. Is she uh, really? So I win. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if there is a supposed winner, then yeah, you win. Good job.
1: All right. <laughs> There's got to be a winner. That's what we do here. I mean,
0: Kanye. Even though they're divorced,
1: he's six point six. Kylie's yeah, a she's point. worth the bill. So she's I don't know either one.
0: All right. Well, I I guess I shouldn't pick a whole family next time.
1: Obviously. Yeah, I'll yeah. That was a, that was a real shitty one. Do one more. <laughs> I know. I can't name them off the top of my head. What the hell? I thought you prepared all this stuff. Like there's just gonna, one question a week. I just made it up and trying to make it more interactive. All right. Okay. All right. I like it. Would you rather be Howie Dewey or Sam Tripoli? I'd rather be Sam Tripoli because uh he's an expert in eating ass and i don't even have my purple belt in that i'm still working on my green my green belt callback here we go all right oh
2: by the way um uh shout out to uh knuckles for the tip on uh metamucil don't take it apparently it's got something in it so i'm gonna shop around for uh, a new fiber supplement
1: I almost forgot. I got to give a shout out, shout out to uh, the little fucker on Twitter that abuses me on a daily basis. Cash for oh, past that,
2: 444. So let me finish.
1: Let me try it. I'm going to say this about you. I actually like you, you little dickhead. And I know you're probably 15 or 16. I'd buy you a beer if I ever ran into you. The kid did say something funny tonight. I actually posted a tweet this morning how I felt Otani. Uh, from the California Angels, could end up being the greatest baseball player that we've ever seen. He throws 100 miles an hour. He's leading the major leagues in home runs. And the first thing tonight, the Yankees absolutely shelled him. And uh, Cash Daddy 444, whatever the fuck, came out and said, Man, the jinx is true. <laughs> He
0: <laughs> called it, he called it the, how we do, we curse otherwise. He did. Known he as did. The, and the I got to be
1: honest guy. with you. I got to be honest. I laughed my ass off and I said, the kid's got a point, but I think I might've ended Otani's career. That's a shout out. Yeah. And All right, chef, Maddie,
2: we got anything else? Well, um, let me just double check. Um, uh, I think we should give the, the, the update on our recent buys, right? Um, we Wait, did all jump in to OCGN, correct? Yeah, Except, yeah, yeah. Remember Sam? He's like, all right, I'm gonna call dog, uh, which means he didn't do it.
1: <laughs> no, because you got to yeah. fill out an options agreement. What, whatever, you got to check.
2: Yes, I've done this before and lie to people. That's all you have to do. Um, so I am holding um, five contracts at 168. I purchased them. They're currently trading at $1.52. So yeah, I'm down fourteen percent on them. Uh, what do you? How are you looking on yours, Howie?
1: I bought three. Same thing. Okay. Same thing. I bought. And, them, they actually went way. They went up twenty five percent. Now they're back to a little bit below where I bought them.
2: And A B and B. Uh, they had a nice day today. They were up about four percent. So this is a. Uh, do me a favor, E. Can you pull up Airbnb and show them what, um, what it did today? Because this will be a nice correlation. So as you can see, the stock itself. We may have to dump
1: that soon, Chris.
2: Well, that's where I'm getting. So the stock is up 4.83%. Can you kill that screen now? So this is, this. what I'm illustrating here is the difference between holding the stock and holding the options. Because again, as we learned last week, options is leverage trading. So today that stock was up 4.83%. My, my uh, options were up 31% today. Yeah. So yeah. you're seeing 8X leverage. Uh, and that's that's the difference between trading an option and holding a stock. Obviously, holding the stock is much safer uh, because it can, you know, you own it as opposed to owning a contract. But yeah, now Howie and I are already into this zone. Where we're like, okay, I'm up 23% overall. Um, what am I going to do? um what are your thoughts Howie?
1: Yeah I mean uh, if that thing pops a little bit more tomorrow I'll definitely get out and just wait for it to retract a couple points buy back a four month options out again
2: Exactly and again what and because what we're doing is we're bagging a, a, a gain um, you know people forget how hard it is to get a 30 40 percent gain um, That's nothing in crypto as we know but it can also go the other direction in crypto just as fast but the idea is, um take the small win and uh move forward and the other thing we didn't talk about with options is uh, when Howie says buy a new one you can actually just roll the contract over and that's something i wanted to bring up today on options so uh do you guys mind if i share the screen real quick with you guys go ahead uh give me one second uh e you're probably gonna have to cut a little bit of time here um
0: make a note
2: where do i go to share screen
0: uh, the big button that says share screen on the bottom of the green oh, one
2: yep it's green so we're just gonna pull this up oh hold on i am definitely closing this window share it share it you guys really want me to i was i was looking at pictures of, of cat assholes and oh. not not for the reasons you guys think but
0: <laughs> for the tapeworm huh
2: well sweeters i think has a tapeworm but he's also got, you know how there's innies and outies on cat buttholes? Just Sweet, like- Sweeters is a
0: guy? is a man?
2: Yeah, Sweeters is a guy. Mom's a girl. and Millie's a girl. But Sweeters has an outie. So his ring pops out and, and mom's and Millie's go in. But I was uh, just taking a look at cat uh, infected assholes to make sure his wasn't infected. So let me make sure that's gone. It is. So you go to four options. You've got add, you've got close, you've got roll or exercise. So if I wanted to close it, I would just go to close. But if I wanted to roll it to a further strike date, I would go to roll, okay? And then it's immediately going to sell my option, which I'm up on. And then I can take a choice to buy a new contract or in this case, I would extend it. So the next option available after is January 21. So you're basically doing two things at the same time but that's how you roll an option over. And again, I would pick, you know, what strike I want, et cetera. The other thing I wanted to mention yesterday, guys, because our last episode we were talking about bid and asks and a lot of times what I do, and I know how he does the same thing. I will take the bid and the ask, I will get an average. And then what I do, I don't buy at market. I buy uh, at a limit. So I'm trying to see if I can get the lower price as opposed to the ask. And uh, sometimes I'll take the the average of those two and just bump it up like a penny or two and it won't go through. And then I'll increase it by another penny and then it'll go through. So that way you're not buying full price. It's always best to try to get a lower priced option than buy it market. So that's one thing I forgot about last week's tutorial that I wanted to add in here.
1: Absolutely, man. Airbnb, it's a great thing to roll over especially if you like a a company long term and it may just have a short-term correction great thing to do sell at the peak wait a couple (laughs) days drops back
0: are we not going to talk about that word document
2: (laughs) what what word document
1: (laughs)
0: word document that just said sweeters ring
2: oh did it say that (laughs) oh yeah that was on my that was on my list of things to get done sweeters sweeters
1: ring
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: uh it said a couple of things probably but it was on my list of uh to-dos sometimes my to-do list they, they, sometimes my to-do list get all on one place like with my grocery shopping my cash daddy show notes and you know i whatever
1: gotta yeah. take care take care of your animals guys yeah that's right well, man, that does it, man. Uh, hopefully you guys learned something this, this week. Uh, I think we got some real good, uh, some real good investment background out there. Um, and like I said, I love to hear from you guys. I've been getting a lot of DMs, uh, and I'll get back to every single one of you. If I don't, hit me up again. Uh, yeah. so you're not bothering me. Um, it's all about getting all the knowledge out there. And uh, seriously, banking fatties, especially long term
2: yeah and just uh one other note that i want to put out there i'm the same way if you don't hear from me it's because i'm busy uh but i get everything and then i write everything down i try and integrate it with the show as well and then um oh yeah i guess we'll go ahead and put the poll out if you want my mom on the show next wednesday we'll leave it up to the readers
0: all right what do you got for a shout out evan all right shout out to Opeka, kansas
1: Topeka, Kansas, Kansas. Yes, what a great state.